This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. It is 8.20 on a Tuesday night. And it is time for Counterpoint, which, of course, is brought to you by our friends over at Pizzaville. You can go online to pizzaville.ca or call them up, 416-736-3636. We've got our friends Stephen LeDrew in, of course, uh, former president of the Liberal Party of Canada, lawyer, broadcaster, and all-around mudracker. Yep. Hello. Yep, I confess. Okay. Great to be here. <laughs> and, and you said no name-calling. You just called me a name. No, that was more of a description. Calling you a name is not the president of the Liberal Party. No, no, no the, the muckraker part. Yeah. That's more of a, she did call on, me a name. You would wear that across your, uh, your chest in gold. It's not a... <laughs> no, don't open your shirt. No, don't. I don't need to see that. Oh. But you know that that, that was not I do not, not need to see hairy nipples on my show. What? <laughs> I didn't get that far. Steve Kersner is the other voice you hear. Award-winning writer, producer, and best known as the creator of the Canadian icon, Ed the Sock. And the man yes. who taught me snark. Yes. I yeah, you really you are. Yes. Well, because I was watching the if show. If only I could put a sock on my hand. Well. If I put oh, a sock I on my hand, can I say whatever I want to? It'd be amazing. No, in fact, you can't. <laughs> Alex's alter ego. Much mouthier. In fact, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. A man who stabbed uh, another man to death in 2014 then tried to kill two others has uh, not just been on the lam for two weeks. Tonight we now learn, oh yeah, he left the country two weeks ago. This is a guy found not criminally responsible. Um, that does not mean he did not kill somebody, but he has a mental illness. And while I think, Steve, a lot of people are compassionate in this country, I think it's uh, a bit troubling. And I'm being very polite when I say that. Uh, to see someone like this getting so much freedom, not just, you know, the hospital didn't look, the cops didn't look, and he's out of the country now. Well, I think this is uh, inevitably what happens when you continue, you take a system that is uh, strained to the max and start making cuts and cuts and cuts and cuts. Who's supposed to be there to watch these well, people? Well, there's no cuts. It's that we've moved more from the justice side to the rehabilitation side. Somebody, there would still have to be staff there. I think if they had proper funding, they'd have enough staff there to say, hey, where's this person who's not criminally responsible but killed somebody? There's just not, the, the system is so strained and buckling. Oh, and that's what we're seeing here is this, there's just not enough people to be supervising what needs to be supervised. And, and yet, also, I don't know if this person, by the way, uh, sorry to interrupt your interruption, Stephen. Uh, I, I don't know if this person is still considered to be yes. a threat. Violent and dangerous. Well, then there's obviously something that needs to be Somebody done about the mistake. way they're... Somebody made a mistake. And the fact that they've been silent about it for there. two weeks tells well, me they you, want to cover it. Would you tell people? Uh, when there, are, when there are people... Hey, we let the guy out. I'd go looking first. <laughs> not, not, not when, when you're not criminally responsible... Because yeah. of mental illness, that is legitimate. And then you get treatment for it. And then if someone is still assessing you, and they are assessing, I mean, people work really hard at this, and they write down, still not responsible and still a threat, then there's a mistake made right. when that person got out. It's not, I mean, people were looking at him getting out. 
They didn't just, didn't just but we walk also, out. We have also this case, though, in Hamilton, where you've got Ayanle Hassan Ali. He's the guy who tried to kill three yeah. soldiers in Toronto. This is a guy considered very much by the Ontario Review Board who's watching him. He is a violent and very much at risk to reoffend, and he's going off to college in the fall with the kids that at Mohawk. That is an insane and decision. At some point, I'm looking at these cases, I'm going, clearly the public at large is an afterthought with these cases. Well, the thing is, the public at large is a largely uninformed mob uh, driven by emotion. I'd have to see what was the reason for the decision behind this before I'd be willing to jump right in and criticize it. Well, mate, if you, if you, if you accept the words that he is still a danger, and then they let him go off to university, to Mohawk Community College, without an escort... That is a really silly mistake. I think, it, I think it's terrible for the uni- the college or university because they're well, in a big, there, like they're the ones who have to protect the students and absolutely. You're sitting there I'd love to read the decision. Who, who the authorities are saying is a dangerous, dangerous person. I, I agree with you. I don't think anyone thinks this is a great idea, but I'd love to. I don't have enough information. Okay, but hold on. Do you not think we have a right to know as a, as a society at large when someone who has killed has a, a terrible mental illness and is is a risk to public? We don't have a large is a, a risk a, to public. Yes, we yes, don't have a present, right to know who they are. But both of these cases are a risk to the public. And yet we have been not only just kept in the dark on it, we have no say in it. And now one guy's off to, who knows who flew, I hope whoever flew beside the guy uh, that's now, uh, you know, wherever he is in the world that we're not allowed to know. It's a question of lack of accountability uh, on behalf of the public servants. On the other hand, they're going to argue, oh, Oh, privacy privacy prevents us from saying this. This is a a morass, really. This is, first of all, we don't have enough uh, information as to why the decision was made. We have lots of information. I'll tell you. Why did they decide that it was safe for him to be able to he go was to university. Under the, well, no, that's the case in Hamilton. Who knows? Right. Because we always give them the benefit of the doubt. But this guy was in the care of the Ontario Review Board. He was staying at the CAMH hospital. So somebody must have had decided that he's not actually... No, someone just didn't do risk. their job. Or they, they didn't made check the, decision, the bed. But either way, they made a mistake. Well, it, it seems so, but and again, someone's life this could is, be taken because is, of that. This is put the sock back um, on. This is Bring emotion. Ed. This is emotion being driven <laughs> by headlines, and I don't like to jump into it until I read a little more depth as to Wait what second, the reasoning was. This is Ed. This is sock. This is sock radio. We're going to yell at Ed now. It's not here. You're not wearing your red bow tie. I'm very disappointed. This is talk radio. Yes, we want to be informed, but the information we have been given is that. This guy, they were still saying, this guy is still a danger to the public. That's right. So we, therefore, we so let me ask you this. Right. So the fact that we don't know anything after two weeks in this Toronto case with a right. guy that's now vacationing somewhere down in the Bahamas, uh, should heads roll? Uh, we should investigate, then determine whose head should roll. Somebody should be nice, responsible. Right? Yes. When you say he's vacationing, I don't know if he is vacationing. But, I don't know what he's doing. But, but the question then is... Is he going to get back into Canada? Well, this is the thing. They'll go look for him. Should he be brought back? No, I say leave him there. Why would you bring him back? Well, it depends on where he is. I suppose that's another question. There are people who are in danger wherever he is. Sure. Yeah, there are are people there who are in danger. Obviously, if they determine this person is still dangerous, he's still dangerous. They said that. But what do... Where did it break down? My concern is, where did it break down? Whose responsibility was it to stop this person from being able to walk? Can I reenact the Where whole, is the breakdown? Here's how it went on July 3rd. Um, has anybody seen um, Mr. Kong? Oh, no? When was the last time you saw him? Oh, like eight hours? Oh, that's a problem. <laughs> hmm, what should we do about this? I know. Well, let's just kind of sit on it for a couple of days and see if he comes back. And then if not, we'll, we'll call the police maybe? That's a good idea. Okay, let's go have a cigarette and then we'll come back. I, Did he come back I yet? No. I resent that. that. You have no idea if that person smokes. Okay. 
Uh, apparently, loud vehicles are now a massive issue for the city of Toronto. Never mind the shootings in the streets. Never mind people escaping from mental hospitals. If you've got a loud, revved-up engine, you know, if you've got one of those sweet-sounding Harleys, if you like to play your music loud, you could get a ticket. This is one of the dumbest things, Stephen LeDrew, that I have ever heard, because not that I don't think there are issues of loudness in the city. They are. They're at construction sites, but those are exempt. But you know what? It depends on the time. If, you know, if, if somebody is ripping around without a muffled Harley at 2 o'clock in the morning... Who's, do, who's doing that? That's me. Sorry, I brought yeah. my Harley in. <laughs> just, just for effect. If you've got a quiet Harley, it ain't a Harley. Sorry. If you are a public yeah. nuisance, yeah. which is what you are at 2 a.m. in the morning, mm-hmm. and you've got a, a, big, a big bruiser out there, then yes... Give the guy or, really? or woman a ticket. Really? Because well, they're disturbing if that, if that the peace. Harley is waking up your son, uh-huh. you're going to want go to back stop. To sleep. You, hey, we had a big just... parade. Are they going to shut down the parade next time it happens? That well, thing the, kept me up until 6 a.m. I think you get, you get certain variances parade? for parades. Parade. Parade. Also, parades happen um, oh, wow. not every night, years. and people know they're happening, and they try to have the parade route not be But is, are you telling me that this is a areas? high priority? A high priority? No. Well, no, but do, no do we only ever do anything that are high priorities? Do we have to, to let every everything else fall by the wayside until we've solved every high no, priority? No, but I would, I, here's a better use of the bylaw officers who will just use this as yet another cash grab when they're hearing your music. They'll say, here's your ticket, ma'am, but why aren't they sending the bylaw officers to go out and, oh, I don't know, unjam the lanes for the guy or gal who's stopping to go get their coffee in the morning and jamming up all the traffic? I think that's a far tickets. better... Well, oh, okay. But so, they can issue bylaw noise tickets? Yeah, so there's bylaw oh. enforcement officers, and they aren't the parking officers or the people oh, that okay. give out those tickets. Right. So, you know what? I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen anybody who said it's a high priority, Alex. Me neither. I don't think the Tory, I don't think the mayor did. But but the, the business of a city includes mm-hmm. high priority, middle priority, and low priority. And this would be a low all priority, had, in, my, in yeah, my view. But, but you have to deal with all of it. You well, can't you should, just well, say, well, this isn't that important, so let's just ignore it. Well, okay. Well, then we can't ignore then the construction sites, which for like but months at a time. those are necessary. Ton- right. Those okay. are, I and, hate and them. Generally, I hate during the, the day time. traffic. I don't know. I lived by a nightclub at one point, and when the, the club, was it issue? wasn't the nightclub that was issue. <laughs> it was the people pouring out at four o'clock in the morning, drunk and yelling and screaming so, on the sidewalk. That's, that's not to be with construction. you couldn't get a noise bylaw officer to save your life because there's only two. Oh, so now you're saying we should hire more. more. No, I'm just saying I don't know how they're planning in, on in doing this. In the neighborhood this. that bothers, you know, where you're bothered, no, we should hire I moved more. Well, you make a point because oh, okay. I want to know why at 4 o'clock in the afternoon yeah. there is no construction on the construction site at the Don Valley Parkway and the 401. That's a different segment. Why? Why? Four or five o'clock, broad daylight. There's no one there working. You ever watch the Flintstones when they that that, that, <laughs> that, that no, and it's, it was time for a break? I think that's what's happening then. All right, let's pause here. I got a bunch of headlines that we still have to get to. We totally went off track on that, uh, but we will pick them up in our but second no. point of uh, counterpoint, which of course is brought to you by there. your friends or our friends at Pizzaville, which you can hit at uh, pizzaville.ca or give them a call at four one six seven three six. 3636. We will pick up the next topic, which is freedom of speech on Twitter. Very, very uh, selective in their outrage. That next here on Point on Global News Radio. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. And it is our second half of Counterpoint, which is brought to you by our friends over at Pizzaville. You can get them online at pizzaville.ca or give them a call, 416-736-3636. We've got Stephen LeDrew and Stephen Kersner weighing off on the, 
That big headlines of the day, and whether you like her or loathe her, free speech activist Lindy Shepard has been uh, banned from Twitter. She is one of a number of outspoken free speech advocates to be silenced. And if you don't know who she is, you may remember she was the uh, Wilfrid Laurier University grad student who got uh, into trouble for daring to run a Jordan Peterson clip in her class. But she's been getting in this uh, debate with a transgender woman uh, who she's had many arguments with. But the complainant hurled very awful you know, insults to her. Yet it was Shepard who is banned. I'll start with you on this, Steve, because it seems to me that an awful lot of people on Twitter are being banned, but there are different rules depending on who you are. Is there a double standard here at Twitter? You know what? I, I, th- I think the problem is there's no standard at Twitter. I think that the problem is that that if you're high profile, um, you may get somebody, you may get banned, or you may get someone else banned. But if you're lower down the totem pole and you're just Joe or Jane public, and you get the same harassment, Twitter says, "Well, there's not much we can do." I know that uh, my wife has been menaced by somebody for years. Complain about this person. Twitter says, "Well, there's not much we can do." If you're not high profile enough, Twitter doesn't give a rat's ass. Um, and in I don't even know if they care if you're high profile, but... Well, if it's going to make them look bad, if, it, if, if they don't care, if it's not going to get them any press, bad or good, they don't care. And so you're saying it's only subject to public pressure? It's public, uh, public perception, uh, I think, mm-hmm. is where it goes. And the thing that is that Twitter is a private company. And they have the right to do whatever they want. Just no, like they you, you, no, they don't. Sure not they every do. p- private company has the but right to do what they want. So they have to follow use, the regulations. You, they have to follow the laws. And in yes. this case, they have to follow what the legislators are thinking because they don't want to be hauled up in front of somebody in the states. It wouldn't happen in Canada. They wouldn't even come to Canada. Uh, just like um, uh, what's the name from uh, Snapchat? But um, another service, and he was called to a parliamentary committee, and he didn't come. Oh, Zuckerberg. Jordan, Jordan yeah. Peterson. No, it was, it was Zuckerman. Zuckerman, oh, Zuckerman. Zuckerman. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah. And he just didn't come because he said, "Well, you're yeah, they're do not accountable to anybody." But, but, but you know, I think you should be glad if you're banned from Twitter. Absolutely, well, it does save you several hours a day. Well, no, um, I, I removed good. myself about two and a half weeks ago. I just haven't been on it. I got to be honest; it has been amazing. Good. The, the difference in life of not being wished death every five minutes has been good amazing. Good for you. Good for <laughs> you. Well, the thing so is it's a blessing, Stephen. The, the point I was making is that when you sign up for Twitter, you agree to their rules. But they don't have any you, rules. Well, they do. They do have their guidelines. Now, their enforcement. Their enfor- Well, they have rules. Their enforcement is not something that you would consider consistent. Right. But when you do sign up to YouTube, to, to Facebook, to Twitter, you are agreeing to let them decide, make yeah. these decisions. It's like you walk into somebody else's house. You can't just scream anything you want. You walk in, that person has the right to say, out. Right. Well, except, you can scream, but then they get out. I mean, there's a very yeah. vocal, small but vocal trans activist community, and they can be very vicious. And the, the person in particular that Lindsay Shepard has been arguing says horrific things and so ban them both or kick them both off or don't ban either of them if they both want to why say would they not, I, why like, would they not ban the perpetrator the start of this i think that it makes, depends that just what's shows the history that here they have no judgment at twitter what's the history here i think is it also how many times has lindsey shepherd been temporarily suspended I don't, well again why is she that, being this is a platform for opinions and expression why the hell are they banning anybody this because they, the, i think in canada we've been infected by this american notion of free speech which is free speech without any respo- any responsibility in canada we have reasonable that. limitations I don't know. on what you can they say have reasonable limitations too Look. every civilized society has reasonable limitations it's just like rights competing rights and you know what sometimes i don't have the right to yell fire in a theater and, and, and I sometimes don't... i don't have to punch 
you have the right to punch you in the nose. And certainly I would not I would not have the same rights as a troll who, you know, wishes me double pancreatic cancer and to die. Like if I said that, I'd probably get fired. There are not the, the rules are very selective depending on who you are yeah. on Twitter. Well, Twitter is uh this or is why they're going to wind up getting regulated cuz Twitter it doesn't know what it wants to be or what it wants to do. What it wants to do is offend as few shareholders as possible um and seem well, like they're doing something when in fact most of the there are so many people on Twitter who are harassed all the time. Oh, you complain to Twitter, cool. Twitter doesn't care. No. You have to be of a certain level before they intervene. And they should care, though, because, as you said, I'll agree with you with this, the government is going to hire regulators to come in and regulate them, mm-hmm. just like they do in China. They have tens of thousands of people to look at every message that's going on. You know what? They're broadcasters. The fact is these companies have to recognize you're a publisher, you're a broadcaster. Yeah. You can no longer claim that you're just... Well, you know, they've gotten to the point as, where as, there's such an enormous platform that they have to take a social responsibility. I want to get to the said, next one. If she yeah. said that on radio, she'd be fired. Of course. Well, yeah. And and because well, there are standards. Pancreatic cancer? Yeah, because also the company that Alex works for has standards, and they're probably uni- uniformly applied. Um, whereas something like Twitter, most of it's in the dark. We don't see 99% of what goes on on Twitter. And a no, good thing, not. too. Let's talk about, um, I just wanted to get this one in because we're running out of time, but the federal liberals aren't even pretending. They're not even pretending not to buy the next election because they, uh, they've they just handed Davy Shipping hundreds of millions of dollars in new contracts just weeks before the writ drops. And Davy, of course, big shipping company, has been complaining for a long time about being unfairly treated in the uh, government's shipbuilding pr- uh, strategy. But here we go again, Stephen. Another Quebec company being bailed out. If only failure uh, was treated this generously in Alberta. You mean like by Trudeau approving a pipeline? Uh, which is not built or nor approved. It's not built, but he's approved a pipeline. I found no, it's not when he brought up Alberta. <laughs> Trudeau's saying on the weekend when he's in Alberta, he said, we're going to win more seats in Alberta. <laughs> and, I mean, it's just, it is, it is ludicrous what he's saying. He doesn't need to win seats but in Alberta. He needs, but he needs to win seats in Quebec, so yeah, you're right. It's just, sure, but you know he's what? already ahead. And why no, Canadians, not. oh no, he's not in Alberta. No, no, he's and not. why Canadians continue to be sucked in by governments handing out their own money is just, to my mind, Foolishness. Well, and yet, where and spo- yet people are still saying, do we not need win. ships built? We do, but but Steve, I mean, look. Why is I mean, it doing it right now as opposed to in October? And there, this, this look, get, knows why? government is the one that stopped that contract yeah. that Harper had handed out and ruined and a man's life determined, in the And now they determined that it's time to, to get the ships but built. You know, we got to get the ships built. The, the, the bigger question, you know, we've got a real divide in this country of Alberta versus, you know, the East. And you see Quebec Company, Bombardier, you've got the uh, SNC, and you've got, you know, Al- Davy Shipping and Irving, all these companies are just hundreds of millions of dollars from the government. You know, Alberta, piss off. I don't think that's quite the case. Trudeau's what have taken they done for lot, Alberta? Trudeau's taken a Steve, lot of hell one, for, if, for approving a, a pipeline so what? that his Anybody, base doesn't want him to approve. He has he's not gotten no, built. He's, he's, he's telling his base that it's not going to get built anyway. It's not going to get built. You know what? It's even stupider to approve it if it's not going to get built. Because he's Are you calling winds our up, Prime Minister stupid? He winds up losing... No, you do that. He winds <laughs> up losing um, his his base to if the Green Party. anyone can say they've approved a pipeline, it's getting it built that is the other... That pipeline... Yeah. That's you know not what? getting but, built. But part one is approving it. No. You can't build it without the approval. Stephen Harper approved a lot of pipelines, and he got four built. Okay. Four. That, and Stephen Harper was very heavily weighted towards so, Alberta. But, There's no question. Right. His electoral let's fortunes. Let's go back to the ships, though. You know what? Yeah. I mean, that contract could have been given out a year ago. Could have right. been given out in three months. Could have been given Do out. Do we know this? 
Do we know why it was given Look out now? Look at as clear as a nose on your face. He no, gave it before the election. You assume so, and it may very well be that case. Well, why have they not given out any other reasons for it? You've read all the articles. You've read the announcements. No, actually, that's I haven't read all the articles. Um, oh, well, then well, you bring it up the, the <laughs> we, I would like to read the, the, you know, the company or the government saying why now. It was they, handed they out. Answer. And you know what? The if they did it, say. if they're doing it because it's before an election, oh dear, they're doing what every single government of every stripe has done I hope ever, since Canadians time immemorial. Every oh. single one of them. And I can't imagine why people are cynical. All right, guys, I got to leave it there. On that note, though, the thank truth you is to here uh, Alex Pearson, Stephen LaDrew, and Stephen <laughs> Kersner. Appreciate it both. This has, of course, been Counterpoint brought to you by our friends at Pizzaville. You can call them up at 416. 416- 73636, or you can go to pizzaville.ca. They'll get you set up. On Point on Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.